my dad's coat at a show The sound man found it, don't you know It took a while for me to get it back But we stayed in touch and made each other laugh And then we found a date that fit To meet up We recorded it In a hotel That's how the blue coat diaries started I didn't sing over it Not because I'm in a mood or anything, but because I noticed when I listened to the episode back that there's a slight lag, so it sounds like I haven't got any time in which, you know, I've got to look after my rep here, Mark, I'm a musical I know. This is an online studio, so latency is involved. Yes. Other things, other things I noticed about last week, um, I had a problem with my microphone that I did my best to fix in post, so I've got a new one today. Yes. And what were you calling this new microphone when we were chatting about it before we came on? Was was I calling it something? Well, you would like what you're saying. Oh, it's, it's got like... it, it, it's it's got a bit of a Radio Two vibe to it. Yeah, it's an old <laughs> microphone. It's like thirty years old. I actually really yeah. like that. I think maybe you should start going towards that style. Well, it's like a what? Just talking like that all the time. Yeah, maybe doing Popmaster. Popmaster, the old grey whistle test. It's an old. B- they used to use them at BBC for broadcast. So I found one. I had one in me. Hang box, on a second, the child has walked into the room. What do you want? Okay. Yeah. Can you have some fruit? You can have some fruit. Right. Can you take the That's on the podcast. Can you take the <laughs> no. Can you take a bowl? <laughs> <Wait, laughs> go, go, go away. It's important. These are my kids, by the way. I've not been broken you, into. You, you keep can asking I questions. Take some fruit before I change my mind. Three. Get out of here. Right, where were we, Mark? Yeah, the mic sounds great. I actually thought it sounded okay, but I know you did something to it. You see, I'm trying to just smooth over that bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this was, this is, you know, you think that's bad. If Finn was here, mate, no chance. No chance. He would have been up here. The buttons would have been pushed. Um, you know, it, it, it would have gone south quickly. Well... The thing is, I told them to not make any noise and not come in, and they immediately came in and made noise. So yeah. it's just a bit like yeah. trying not to start shouting on the podcast. But they've gone. Yeah. My feral gone. children have gone away. Mm. For now, until they come back and ask for something else. But I'm a bit worried they've worked out that because I'm recording, they might sort of have me over a bit of a barrel. Yeah. 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 Um, it's, it's highly likely that you might be fucked in this situation. Come back and ask for more and more, like, elaborate things. Yeah. I want... And more fruit, please. Exactly. So, to kick off this week on podcast two, I was going to tell you about the gigs I did last week because I sort of mentioned where I was heading out to. I thought it'd be quite nice Mm -hmm. on this season to sort of try and keep track a little bit of what we're both doing. So, you can tell me if you've done any as well. But Mm. I made some notes for you because I did do a bunch of stuff over the weekend. So, the first thing I'm going to tell you about is I went to Henlow Tribute Festival which was brilliant. Right. Like, oh, this is where you were a Johnny Awesome tribute. You were a tribute well, of yourself. I was talking about being a tribute of you, wasn't I? But I actually yeah. played the Thursday night. Hang on one second. Sound effect. Just opening wow. a Diet Coke. Uh, let's uh, sponsors. <laughs> Lovely Diet Coke. Feel free to send us free ones. 
<laughs> or money. If only. Yeah, so it, I played it the Thursday, so the actual mm. festival was happening on the Friday. You're, so yeah. Thursday night was like, you know, getting it going, people arriving and setting up tents and all that. Anyway, it was really great. But the thing that I was going to tell you about that was that was funny that made me laugh was I came out and started doing my act, messing about, mm. and I noticed there were some quite young people in, and I had a bit of banter with them. They were great. They were funny. And I mentioned ketamine. And when I did that, a guy <laughs> in the front row who was about, I don't know, 45 or something, like literally threw his arms in the air and just went, Ketamine! Like, I made a really, like, a real sort of over-the-top thing. So I obviously was jumped on that and went, what is this guy doing? Like, we, fa- we found the a-hole in the k-hole. Exactly. I was literally like, well, <laughs> someone's drugs are kicking in kind of thing. Anyway, later on in my set, I decided to get this guy up because he looked like he'd be a really good sport and he was, you know, obviously loving the party. So I got him, to, got him on stage. But the thing that made me laugh, that I was going to tell you, was that, bearing in mind that's the background to why I picked that guy, when he got on stage, he literally was like acting as if he couldn't believe why he'd been picked to go onto the stage. Like he was sort of going, "Oh no, what am I doing up here? What's you know, what's, what, you know, what's going on here? Why am I up here?" And I was like, "If you sit in the front row of the comedy, and when someone mentions yeah. ketamine, you do almost like a one-man Mexican wave and shout ketamine as loud as you can. You're flagging yourself up." Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it, it, it's the red flag you needed. So it just really made uh, yeah. me laugh while I was on stage with him that he was sort of actually genuinely yeah. amazed at, at why he was up there. So that's that was one thing I had to tell you. And the other thing was... Well, how did it go? I mean, did, was he all right after that? He did great, yeah. He did great. Um, oh, shout, shout out to Ketterman then. Yeah, I mean, you know, not that we can try <laughs> to make his this... his name now. <laughs> ...a sort of a cast that promotes that kind of stuff, but... Clearly it works and it makes you a good participant on stage. <laughs> Whoa. Shout out, Ketterman. Yeah, he did yeah. great. And then talking about the sort of audience thing, the following night I did this corporate. Remember we talked about corporates. I did a corporate in <laughs> Grantham for a big, like, award ceremony for a recruitment consultancy uh-huh. thing. It was, it was really fun. You got really into it, didn't you? I got really into it. I know I was messaging you about it, but the thing I don't <laughs> think I told you, which I, which I wanted to tell you now, was uh-huh. I did this thing where... I did an air guitar competition between Uh a guy and a girl from this awards thing. And the guy, you know, tried his best at air guitar. The girl was so funny. She, no one's ever done this before. She got hold of the mic stand and basically started pole dancing. (laughs) Right, yeah. I was really not expecting it. And it was in the middle of an air guitar competition as well. So I was like, a little bit like, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to clip your wings, but... It went quite full on. It was like yeah. a pole dance. And I was sort of on right. stage in the middle of it and there's the other guys well and everything like that. Obviously she won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. June from accounts just absolutely smashed it. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, 10 out of 10 for that bit of audience participation. Um, and the other thing I was going to say to you was I did a festival called The Gate to Southwell that we mentioned last yeah. week. And I just wanted to do an actual shout out to... A kid that came on stage called Seth. He was so great, Mark. You loved him. He had like a jean jacket on with the arms taken off and like patches. And he basically looked like, you know that kid in Stranger Things? It's like the really cool teenager one that's got the car. And Is he called uh, Billy? Uh, uh, yeah. Or, or were you thinking of Eddie, the rocker one from the last series? But yeah. Maybe either of those guys. 
but in a very small child form. A small double denimed child, I assume. Yeah, like a mini Kid Rock. Right, okay. Yeah. So, again... Just check. He was just cool. Very so shout cool, out to and just totally unfazed by being on stage in front of a load of people at a festival. Went down brilliantly, you know, high-fived me before he left, and I just was like, Sick. that dude's going, you know, going to be big. He's going to be big. Yeah. Oh, cool. Sounds like you had a, a real packed-in one, to be honest. I'm not even finished. <laughs> okay, right. <laughs> Come on. Can you handle Spit any more? Out. Can you handle any more? Yeah, yeah, I got go one for more. It. I one more. I came in last minute for the comedy store, which I happened mm. accepted, and I went to Epsom and I played at the Royal Automobile Club, which was like the poshest thing. I mean, yeah, they did. They did give me a heads up. I did wear like the right kind of stuff to go to it, so I basically dressed up fairly smart. But when I got in there, it was like chandeliers, and I mean, it was really, really posh. But yeah, it's not, it's not for the likes of us, Johnny. Exactly that. They were they were actually they were actually really good fun. And uh-huh. the person I was going to tell you about from that one that was interesting was a lady that I think was probably from somewhere like Norway or, or Sweden, somewhere like that. And she she was called Heike, that was her name. And uh-huh. she came on stage and did this rap thing with me where I'm rapping and she's playing the triangle. But the thing that made me laugh was that I worked out while once we got going, like while we're doing the song, that she didn't speak great English. And it was at that point that I realised that. So I was giving her instructions and we were like performing, but I've kind of had the moment of going, oh, really understand what I'm saying here. Which just really made me laugh. Like, okay, well, there's no going back now. We're in the middle of this. So there was a bit where I said to her, can you play the triangle under your leg? Like lift your leg up and like do a ding under the leg. And she was just smiling at me. I was like, can you do it under the leg? Like, you know, there's tracks going along, everyone's part of bouncing around part of it, just smiling at me. And then I had to sort of like, yeah. I guess mime it or whatever. And then it was like a light yeah. moment when she realised what I meant. And then she just did it, which in a way was yeah. even better because she got this like yeah. huge reaction. But She built the anticipation, didn't she? She did. Will she get it? Won't she get it? You know, and the moment, it's, it's, it's all the better for it, really. I think so. It went down really well, well in the end. But you know that thing when you're like performing or you're doing a show or something and you kind of work something out, but the show is like off and running, like the horse has bolted. You must have had yeah. that when you're working. And you think... <laughs> like like every, every show, you mean? I'm like, well, that's happening now. But yeah, like, I mean, I tend to play stuff on guitar, but there's a thing about doing tracks where once you press play on that track, you are going to the end yeah. of the song unless you stop it, which obviously is a real putting the brakes yeah. on the atmosphere and the comedy thing. So I'm always a bit wary of tracks. I don't do too many of them. I do like the odd one because I sort of know once we're up and running, we're, yeah. we're doing it. And it was yeah. just one of those moments where I realised she doesn't understand really what I'm saying to her and we're off. Yeah. But yeah, we pulled it off. Yeah. Well, you got to. You're a professional, Johnny. You can handle this. Tell me about your no worries. Well, I, I had the one gig. Um... And it was initially pitched to me as, as you know, a couple of singers with some backing tracks, you know, some tributy stuff. It, it actually turned out to be more in-depth in the morning was, like, a bit stressful of, like... Because the band couldn't get there for a sound check, so 
the whole there, there was like a it's like an oasis tribute um uh definitely might be it could be them Were they good? those boys they're all right yeah the, I mean, the problem with it was they couldn't make the sound check and being a corporate it was all books with like zero minute changeovers. Okay. We've got a thing, then a compare comes on, and there's a DJ, and then there's another thing, and then it, it, there's just no. It's not like a festival where everything stops for fifteen minutes or you change everything over, and you know, or the time that you do that, there's a DJ on, so you can't really hear or do too much. Yeah, so you have uh, to do so, it all just totally on the fly. Well, there, it, there was there was no the mix. I, I had to turn it on. There was just 22 channels of audio and I had to go <laughs> on, <laughs> let's go, you know. Well, I mean, that's so there was a bit of that. what we were just talking about. That, that's like a yeah. massive version of what I was just saying. Like you were like, yeah, well, yeah, this is yeah. happening. They're on stage playing and I'm just going to have to press go. Well, when I tell people I'm a sound engineer and I spoke speaking to a studio engineer today, they say, oh, is that like, you know, working in a recording studio? And I said, it's similar, except, you know, people in recording studios sit in dark rooms for and, and you know ruin their brains by ruining something over and over again and i just tend to i, I i'm of the opinion just ruin it once in front of thousands of people <laughs> well, the if thousands you imagine of that festival thing that you did that not thing. not the one that we did today because it was a smaller audience because it was like a company who were putting it on as a big celebration and anniversary or they oh, okay. made so some big festival. deal or something yeah so um we had sophie ellis bexter on and this dj nathan Dawes who had like a live drum thing and it, it was all it was all cool it was good it was busy day with uh nary a wee break but yeah what i always say to people who ask about the the sound thing and like doing it live is you know I'd assume. Hmm. Can I do that analogy on the podcast? Maybe. Uh oh. Uh oh. Go on. Come. Right. Well, I I would say the difference between being a studio engineer and a live sound engineer, it's a bit like, um, recording professional pornography, <laughs> or dogging. Okay. One's got an audience. It's probably about more dogging. fun. And the other one. <laughs> It's, you know, you know, probably not, not really what it looks like, you know. Chatting about dogging, Marcus is coming on later. Is he? Hopefully. He is. Yeah, I know I mean, he is because I chatted to him earlier. I'm, I'm, I'm breaking fourth wall here. <laughs> on yourself. Because <laughs> I had to tell him how to use the new thing. And also, the other thing that's exciting for the listeners, as well as Marcus hopefully logging on and being a part of this today, is tell the listeners how... I mean, I'm just going to say it, and then you're going to say it back. But basically, because it's kind of the thing you've done, so I want you to take the credit. People can watch the show on YouTube now. They can, yeah. We yeah. didn't mention it's it last thing. week. No, we didn't. We should have done. It was pretty, pretty egregious error on our part. But yeah, you can, you can watch this on YouTube. I, I edited it into a video podcast. I put it up there. Some people found that, and they watched it. Now, I, I imagine. let's yeah. just say the numbers that you might see at the bottom of the YouTube might not be huge, but we're brand just new to I made, that. We're brand new to that. the other day. Exactly. Yeah. But you know what? It's there if you want to watch it. And obviously everything has to start somewhere and has to build. But it's quite nice if you want to see what we look like and what we yeah. look like when we're doing the podcast. And there are bits and bobs that would be... Because I think Marcus is going to show us something to do with the van today. So, for example... 
Uh-huh. That would be quite cool to watch on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but listen, let's crack on. Can we have a jingle? And I would like the correspondence jingle. Have we still got okay. that? Have we still got it? What do you mean, have we still got it? Well, Listen we've to not this. played it this season because this is the first time we've had any correspondence. London, Tokyo, and Penzance. We want your correspondence. Yeah. Can you remember what we asked them last week, Mark? Um, we asked them what they had recently delegated. No, uh, we asked them what their karaoke song was. And hopefully just to expand on that rather than just to, you reading out a, a list of songs. I tell well, you what, this Yorkshire tea is absolutely lovely, yeah? Oh, good old Yorkshire tea and Diet mm. Coke, eh? <laughs> yeah. Loads of people sent good stuff for karaoke. I mean, some people did do what you just said and just wrote it, but that's fine, you know, still like letting, letting us know. But I picked my five favourites. Do you want to hear them? Right. Yeah, yeah. We asked people what their favourite... I sound like Les Dennis. We asked people... What their favourite? <laughs> we, we asked one hundred people. Yeah, we asked hundred people. <laughs> what their favourite karaoke song was and why? Marty Kane says, "Yeah, tequila." And when I asked him why, he said, "You only need to say tequila four times throughout the whole song. It's the easiest yeah. karaoke track in the world." Right. Okay. My mind immediately went to the slightly. Off center um, song by Terrorvision. Yeah, uh, uh, I know. That's what I thought, but it isn't that one. He means that one that goes like, and then after a while it goes tequila. Exactly in a radio <laughs> style. Yeah. So I thought I'd start with that one because it's kind of a good answer, but it's also a bit of a cop out. So these are going to build. These are going to build in terms of what you would do on stage at a karaoke night. Nikki Mills said she likes to sing What's Going On by Four Non Blondes. She says, I love the way that it starts gently, but it builds into a real belter. And she also said, Mark, I've not performed it in a very long time. I don't tend to mm-hmm. go to karaoke joints anymore, but I might just grab a hairbrush and go out in the garden. And tonight, and have a blast. Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The, the Lame la strip curtains part, and we get some smoke machine coming here. And- yeah, but that'd be amazing. Say, Imagine if we managed to do that live. We, you know, she'd have be great. to say, tonight, Matthew, I'm going to be one Matthew. non-blonde. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or one, one of non-blonde. the four non-blondes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I'm fairly certain there's a, a pub tribute out there somewhere that is one non-blonde and with the, like a drum machine. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Just, I like that. It's, it's bound to be. It's bound yeah. to be. Shay Mace said, and... This is one of these replies where you think, oh, I'd love to have seen a video of this. There isn't one. I've, uh, there isn't one. But it's just one of those things where you think, yes, I'd like to see that. Shay May said, the first song I ever did on karaoke was at Butlins. I was about 18, and I have absolutely no idea what made me choose this song. But he sang Irene Cara's Flash Dance. He said, please don't judge me. It was almost 30 years ago. Right, Okay. Um, yeah. I'm trying to remember how it goes. Well, it's a- the main thing I was thinking about that was, surely if you're singing that and it's from Flashdance, you're going to be involved in some dancing, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I can just think, I, I can just remember there being a movie in the 80s slash, yeah, it was an 80s thing, yeah, Flashdance. It was a movie, wasn't film, it? Yeah, I think. Yeah. But unfortunately, because I, well. I did ask him, he said there's no footage of that. 
Okay, shame. Janie Blacksell said, The fairy tale of New York, whatever the time of year, me and my partner Rich duet. What would you think to that if you were somewhere and there was someone doing fairy tale of New York and it was like June? Um, I wouldn't mind too much because it's sort of... It's sort of the least Christmassy of Christmas songs, which makes it... If it wasn't for the consistently high airplay, it would make it, for me, one of the more acceptable Christmas songs. That's a good point, I actually. have performed that. Has it got that. any Christmas... It has got Christmas lyrics, though. It says it's Christmas Eve. Yeah, it's got some pretty choice ones as well. Um, yeah. Uh, it, it, it's, it's one of those. I... I used to, interestingly, me and a, a guy oh, I hope one day you can meet is the leading mile band, John Eagles. Okay. He's quite the character. And we used to go out to, to a pub in um, Matlock at Christmases and do a duo, acoustic duo of covers. Okay. And we did it almost exclusively Christmas number ones that weren't Christmas songs. And it used to just descend. I mean, we were paid probably 75% in beer, 25% in, you know, I used to bring a PA. It was it was always carnage. And we got booked for the guy who owns its daughter's wedding off the back of it. Give me an example it, of a Christmas number one that's not a Christmas song. Um, uh, working as a waitress in a cocktail bar till I found you. Um, is that Don't You Want Me Baby? Yeah, Human League. Yeah, Human League, yeah. That was that was Christmas number one, 1981, the year I was born, I think. Wow, and you uh, would do that as a duo? Yeah. I can't remember if I did it, it, the male or female part. There was, But it, it, it was, as you can appreciate how this works, it was musical nonsense. It, was, it wasn't designed to be an apex performance. It yeah, wasn't yeah. the zenith of music. It, it, was, um, it was extremely passable, but, you know... The, you know, the, me doing the female vocals to um, that human lead track probably had some comedic value. Definitely. I bet people enjoyed it. I've got one more of these to tell you about. It's from Ian Henley, and he said, hmm. My Way, the Sid Vicious version. He said, It's my favourite okay. because you don't particularly need to have a brilliant voice to nail it. And I perform it just like Sid with all the swearing and swagger. And then he says, not every karaoke allows me to do it. Not, not every karaoke allows <laughs> you to do it, yeah. Well, I can imagine that, that you know, it, it's location dependent. You would have thought most karaoke places where karaoke is involved, you, you get a pass on stuff like that, don't you? I like the fact that he's obviously done it quite a bit, though, because it's like saying, uh, you know, some places don't let him do it. It's like he's touring it around. Yeah. I've... I've lost your video, Johnny. I'm sure it will work out in the mix and it will oh. do its thing and upload it all to the uh, to the to the interwebs from your computer, but I cannot see you at the moment. Oh, so I if you gesticulate at me, I, I can't... I can see both of us clearly mm. on my screen. It's got like a little... Oh, there you're back. I'm back. Yeah, you went... F you're back, fuzzy, but, but you're here. And okay, that's what's important. well, hopefully... That's not, not as going fuzzy to cause as me. any problems. Now, that'd be fine. One thing I wanted to tell you about was mm -hmm. I've been listening to another podcast. Right. Oh, I've been helping with one. What? I'll tell you in a minute. I know, right? <laughs> I've been listening to another podcast, which 
has been really making me laugh. It's the Johnny Vaughan podcast, which is like the best of all the bits that he does on his radio show. So that's how they put it together. Uh-huh. He does his radio yeah. show for a week and then they put all the best bits together. It's great. So I recommend that. It's a very, very funny podcast. It's, it's massive anyway. People probably know about it. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I was I mentioned it to my mum, right? I told my mum. I said, oh, it's so funny, mum. You should try it. It's brilliant. And then my mum just said this thing that totally, like, just not threw me, but I had, I had no idea what she was about to say. She said, oh, yeah, I remember, like, when Johnny Vaughan was on The Big Breakfast presenting that. And I was like, yeah, yeah. And she went, yeah, me and your dad used to stay in bed and watch that. I was just like, what? And oh, yeah, we used to find that really funny. We always used to just stay in bed a bit longer in the morning and watch it. And I was just like, really made me laugh to imagine a mum and dad just sat in bed watching The Big Breakfast back in, what would it be, in the 90s? Yeah, it would have been the 90s. So Johnny Vaughan and... I'm trying to think of who the presenters were. Denise Van Outen, she was one of them. They had a few over the years. I had a bone to pick with The Big Breakfast, though. Why? Because I grew up partially, as we know, in the west of Ireland. And um, there were some, you know... In this country, you had Gordon the Gopher, Ed the Duck, etc., etc. In Ireland, they had Zig and Zag. Do you remember Zig and Zag? Yeah, yeah. They were on the big breakfast. Oh, yeah. They were once they'd been bought from RTE in Ireland. Oh, did they steal them? Yes, they did. They did. They stole Zig and Zag. Oh, you know what? And the kids' TV just got weird over in Ireland for a while, for a long while. I think they eventually went back. Yeah, yeah. So that's, that's that's where I'm like, you know. Well, the reason I wanted to ask you about it, because I wondered if, and you have to go study here, and I'm going to ask the listeners this as well. This is this week's question. Uh-huh. But I wondered whether you've ever found out anything sort of surprising or kind of head-turning about your parents. That's this week's question. Have you ever been surprised by something that you found that your parents have done? Uh, not hugely for me. Um, my mum used to like skiing. And I'm struggling to picture that now. Um, but and my stepdad, he... Um, well, I kind of knew all the stuff that he was doing because he didn't really come to my life until I was about sort of, you know, eight, nine-ish. So by that time, he kind of told me all the stuff that he was doing when yeah. he was younger because he was... You so might I kind of knew up front. You might need to so think tri- on tricky this one for me. and see whether yeah. you can think of one for next week because I have put you on the spot with it. I didn't give you any prep for it. But it's, it's fine. You don't have to have mm. one this second. But like, I'm going to ask the listeners because mm. what I'd really love is to get some stories in of like, you know, and it turns out, like, here's a good one. This isn't my dad, obviously, but I was uh, stood on the sidelines chatting to another dad who his kid plays in the same football team as my kid. So like, basically, we're just watching the match and we're chatting. And, mm-hmm. and he's a really funny guy, like a really nice guy. But out of nowhere, just started telling me how he used to be like really big on the roller skating scene. And he wasn't joking. You know, he used mm-hmm. to do a lot of like roller disco and, you know, stunts and all this stuff and everything. And it was one of those things when it was a real surprise to just to suddenly hear that from someone who I know from football. I was like, really? Some people, some people will catch you off guard with that. Because I know a lovely man, an American chap who lives over here now. His name's Doug, and he does he, he techs. He's a, a a touring tech. He does a lot of. He, he's a performer as well. Um, 
but he does um like uh, guitar teching a lot of a lot of guitar teching stuff like that with various bands that they're out there and um yeah he used to be like a um told me he used to be a um roller derby referee what yeah and you just out run at roller derby associations and stuff like that so uh, apparently it's a thing and i was like you just someone says oh so you know what else have you done and he's just like it just hits you with that boom and you're like didn't see that coming there's there's no there's no you don't ever look at someone and say i bet he was a, a roller derby referee I quite Don't like it. I quite like I it when you it. find out that, He's brilliant. that sort of skill or hidden talent from someone. But what we want people to do is let us know if their parents... <laughs> if you've got anything to do with roller skating. <laughs> no, or you can feel free to tell us about roller skating. But also, have your parents ever done anything surprising that you found out about? That's what we want to know. And you can post those to any of my socials or the Blue Coat Diaries has got its own bunch of channels. Mark, what's the address for people posting stuff up on Blue Coat Diaries social media. Oh, we're on... Uh, it, it's uh, the BCD pod uh, on the pretty BCD much all... The BCD pod. Uh, on pretty much all social media, I think. Um, and I think you can you can actually, uh, if you want to send us an email, you can email us at thebcdpod. At, thebcdpod at gmail.com. There we go. Okay, so the faces are the BCD pod and the email is the BCD pod at gmail.com. Or yeah. if you're already following me on like a Johnny Awesome account, then go for that. Now, we're going to try and get Marcus on in a minute. So I'm going to give him a five minute warning. Sure. Uh, I'll tell him to log on. I'm sending that now. Five minute warning. Um, how do you spell warning? <laughs> so log. It starts on with a W now. Right, I'm telling him to log on. He won't just come crashing in here, will he? Because we've got to do a bit. No, it, it has to pop up. It pops up, and um, okay, cool. And, and I have to admit him like a doorman. All right, well that's perfect. Don't let him in yet because I want you to play another. Well, he's not for here me. yet. And <laughs> <laughs> he's easy when he's not here. When I listen back to the pod, that's the sort of bit that makes me laugh. Where you just like a really matter of fact. Last week I went. And, you know, we made a podcast and you went, we made 10. It's like really like, <laughs> really like... No, like, no right. we made 10 podcasts. Yeah, Johnny. it really made me laugh. Um, can you play me the jingle for love? Love jingle. I think so. Oh, I, I mean, I don't want to, but... Go on. You know, I suppose I'll, I'll have go to. easy. I'll go easy. His name is Mark Carver And he'd rather... Playing video games and not the dating game, but it's time for love. It's time for love, Mark. Oh, I remember yeah. to not talk over the end. Thank you for playing it's that. It's time for love. <laughs> no, now that's what the mic's for. Yeah, that's, that's what that's, the mic's for. That's what it's for. <laughs> Barry White. Yeah. So, if you're new to the podcast, this is a section where I basically try and make Mark go dating. The very latest <laughs> on it is he's having a little bit of a break. But while he's having a break, because we were very close to getting him speed dating, and I think we will get that to happen at some point. But while he's on his little break, I just had this little thought this week. I was driving along to a gig and I thought, oh, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to make him play that jingle. We're going to have this section and I'm going to ask him something, which I think is worth doing because we don't know who's out there who's listening to the podcast, right? So... 
there is a mm. chance that someone could come to you, Mark. There is a chance that someone could be interested. Okay, especially now, possible. especially now they can see you on YouTube, right? So they, they're going to get a good. <laughs> I just, I've just looked up at like. the camera. I've looked up at the camera, and as far as I said, we've had a few hiccups today, and we're recording uh, a little bit further in the evening than usual we because are. some stuffs happened this week, and I've just thought I've been running and gunning since pretty much the moment we did the last podcast. I looked up at the camera and thought, I'm not sure this is a good time to be <laughs> getting a visual representation. You, know you what I'm look saying? great. You look great. Now, what I was going to ask you was to give us a bit of an idea of what you like, you know, or who you like. So I thought rather than say, what do you go for? And you go, I like it, whatever. Not that either of us talk like that. But rather than make it that broad, I thought, here's a good way of doing it. I'll ask Mark right. to tell me a film star that he really likes or oh, a, mate, a TV I'm show star or a pop star or even a cartoon character. But what I would like is some kind of pointer by telling us a well-known, basically a celebrity, that is your bag. Because that way, we're sort of putting it out there then. It, you know, someone might think, well, I look a bit like blah, 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 and come to you. Blimey. Um... <laughs> I have no idea. I mean, I like people to be funny. A dark sense of humour. I'd say that's probably pretty... All right, so can you think of a film star or someone you've seen in a film who... You know what? I'm so bad. I, I don't really watch modern films. I don't really watch modern TV very much. I'm so bad with this kind of pop culture thing. So this is going to be a struggle for me. All right, well, um, anyone famous... I remember when last... I was younger, I had a big crush on, on Drew Barrymore. Um... Because I thought she was funny and pretty. And um, she seemed, I don't know if she is, she seemed down to earth. Isn't she like, she, she does like a like an Oprah Winfrey type show now that nowadays, doesn't she? Oh, you could get on it, Mark. That'd be a good way to meet her. Uh, for what? Well, do you mean take your pick? <laughs> uh, you know, like, what, like, like the Jeremy Kyle show. Or like the... <laughs> well, just have people on that are, are like, I've got problems and struggles. I don't know. I don't know. I think I've seen a clip. I'm not really sure. Um, she was in but... E.T. I know that's not what you're talking about. I know you're talking about her when she's like fully grown as an adult. But what I'm saying Johnny, is... Johnny, what the fuck, dude? I, tell you what I didn't have a crush on her in E.T. I know that. What I'm saying is, in terms of you know, the stuff she's made, she's always been in very yeah. cool things. She was in Screen. Yeah. She was in The Wedding Singer with Adam Sandler. The Wedding Singer, she was great in that. Yeah. yeah. It's got to be one of his best films. Yeah. Uh, she was in E.T. again, E.T. 2. Um, <laughs> E.T. The Return, The Return of E.T. Anyway, the point is... E.T. The E.T. Strikes Back. <laughs> great, great choice. Okay, well, that's great. If you're, if you're out there and you think you've got a bit of Drew Barrymore about you, wouldn't she's uh, a grown-up? I mean... I'm sure there are lots of other people who I find funny and attractive and interesting, but that that was just one that sprang to mind. All right, well, I don't you know what? That, that's yeah. good enough for That'll me. That'll do. If you're listening Is that good enough? and you're out there, do get in touch with the show. You know how to do that now. Now... Is Marcus in some sort of waiting room? He is. He's, he's in He's in um, libido. No, he's in limbo. It's a different thing, isn't it? All right, so let's play his jingle and then let's see if okay. we can add him to the mix. Literally. 
His name is Marcus, and he's a drummer. He lives in a van, but it's not a bummer. We're gonna call him and find out where he's at. Right. Oh, well, he's loading. Oh. Something's happening. Oh. The Herald of, of Three Purple Dots. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, actual recording is higher quality. Is he going to appear? Is. Oh. He has. He's appeared. And he was I listening as well. He smashed the light in. Looks great now. He looks well. You are. You yeah, are. Yeah, you, you look, look great, You mate. look very well, Marcus. I feel yeah. knackered. Oh, there we go. Well, welcome to the Knackered <laughs> Podcast with us two total knackered people. Yeah. How you doing? It's been a week, hasn't it? What have you been doing, mate? Um, I've been um, sitting in a field. Uh, I'm looking that way because uh, one of the things I've been doing is putting a window in my van. Oh, So okay. I have a window yeah. in my van there. Uh, and looking out the window, I can see Glastonbury Tall. Which is very nice, right? And, oh. uh, apart from looking at Glastonbury Tour, I've been busy building. Uh, so I have installed a floor. I have a floor. Yeah. Uh, I've been installing a kitchen. Yeah. I heard there was a bit of drama here. about the kitchen. Is that right, Marcus? A bit of drama <laughs> yesterday. Oh. Oh. Was it something oh. I said? I think it's something you said. I mean, I was I was trying not to mention them cupboard doors as a couple of mil out, but you can <laughs> you can fix that. You can fix that. And I knew he thought he must have been thinking he's going to mention it, and and now he's gone. Well, hopefully he's um, going to come back because he I sent me a message come back. yesterday that basically said I put a kitchen into the new van, mm. and the whole thing fell apart when I was driving down the motorway. Yeah. Oh, he didn't tell me that. So I want to know what happened and also if, if, see whether he can show us that because then we could sort of look at it on YouTube. But yeah. If he comes back, that's what we'll do. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure he will come back. I mean, he is mobile. I mean, he didn't seem to be driving at the time. Would have been a good trick. But, uh, yeah, he's on mobile internet. So uh, hopefully he will be back. All right, well, look, while we wait for Marcus to return... Return mm. of the Marcus. Yes. Have you got any gigs this week? Are you heading anywhere? Got cancelled, mate. Oh, no. The one that... Well, it was a bit of a thing where several gigs got cancelled. Oh. Marcus is back. Should we admit him? Yeah, bring him in, bring him in. We'll resume this later. Shall I play his theme tune again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, hang on. While we wait for him. There we go. He's fa- he's coming. He's coming. His name is Marcus, and he's a drummer. He yeah. lives in a van, but it's not a bummer. We're gonna call him and find out where he's at again. Oh, hello. What's hello, going on? Did Marcus. I say the wrong thing, mate? There? Yeah, I just, uh, I just. <laughs> <laughs> Was it an internet cock up, or did you did you fat finger yeah. something on the on the, on the computer? So so very tired. No, no reason no. whatsoever. Just it just Marcus. Didn't. Tell us about the just kick me out. Tell us about the kitchen and the motorway. Yes. We, we're dying to know what happened. 
Right, okay. So the other day I built myself a kitchen. I was so, so pleased with myself. It looked amazing. I even took pictures. I posted it to some friends, not you guys, obviously, some special friends, proper friends. Special friends. And uh, just really pleased with myself. Um, and then, um, so that was, what day is it today? Wednesday. Uh, so that was Monday. On Tuesday, I had to drive to Bristol. Uh, so I drive off to Bristol and uh, had an appointment up there, went and did my appointment, got back to the van. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. Talk about a cliffhanger. <laughs> <laughs> if you listen to the podcast, this is, he's just yeah. dropped off again. We apologise for gone. this. All it is is that he lives in a bloody van, so his Wi-Fi is obviously totally shit. That's what's going yeah. on. We did a but test earlier. And tell it was us about your cancelled gig fine. while we wait for Marcus. We just, this is live radio. We're just rolling with it. Tell us about yeah, your cancelled so- gig. So basically, um, the gig, uh, some other gigs were, um, sorry, I've just seen a text from Marcus. This is long expletive. Um, some other gigs were cancelled for the guy that I was working for, which meant that they had to move their kind of full-time crew onto this show. And that show was the very same show that we not met, but... The, the 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 coat was, was oh was uh, it misplaced yeah yeah so it's it's at the very same the, in the Melbourne oh so, yeah yeah so that's this weekend and I'm a little bit sad because I think it's tomorrow yeah it's this this weekend I think um who have they got on I think they got um uh do 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 Dylan Moran maybe I think yeah is on that's that. right and. And I, I was a huge Black Books fan. Oh, mate, I didn't know you liked that. I love that. I love that show. I, just I love that absolutely show. Yeah, we watched a whole of that in lockdown. It's absolutely brilliant, isn't it? I, it just reminds me of like being at uni and probably before that, yeah. even in high school, and just, just, just a great, great comedy. I used to live just... in Russell Square for a bit. It's a long story. Did but you? I, I used to live yeah. there for a bit and. The shop that they filmed it all in was just literally around the corner from where I live. Yeah, because it looks so, like that. The front of it does look like that. So I should have been, I should have been um, uh, negotiating my podcast with Dylan Moran this uh, this weekend, and um, uh, and it's fallen through, mate. Well, <laughs> good. <laughs> so at the moment, yeah. no gigs this week to head out to. No, no, I've got, I've got. Um, uh, we've got uh, Tramlines Weekend coming up, which is me mixing probably about 40 bands over three days. Wow. And then okay. I've got uh, potentially Rock and Blues um, Custom Bike Show Festival, which is uh, right. another rock one. Loads, of good, loads uh, of good tales coming up from that. Do you want to know where I'm going this week? Shall I tell you what I'm doing this week? Go on then. Tomorrow, Thursday, I'm going to Gosport to play a sold-out show. So I won't do too much of the pushing that because it's already sold out. But if you're going to that, I'll see you there. That'll be great. Uh-huh. Friday, I'm doing a couple of gigs. I'm doing one in Horsham and then one in Dorking. Mm. And the Dorking one is outside in a park. That sounds a bit like I'm going to go and stand next to someone on a bench. But it is actually a proper gig. But it happens to be uh-huh. in the park. And then on Saturday... I'm going to Manchester. I'm taking the day off, and we're going to this thing called Hacienda Classical. Right. 
So it's like, I guess, the music you would have had back in the day from the Hacienda, but done with it kind of... Roll in there and have a Bez off or something. Yeah, I'm hoping that Sean Ryder and Bez might tip up, turn up. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Pop up. Yeah. So that's that's how the week's looking. Have we lost Marcus yeah. completely or is he coming back? I don't know if he's coming back. I thought we'd get back through that bit. Um I, I just saw the the the, uh, the group chat message of um, expletive with many many U's in it. Um, so uh, I'm going to I've not seen him pop back in. Him, I'm going to say try one more time, okay? Because otherwise we'll have to continue this kitchen story next week. Yeah, which will be. A shame. I can't believe we we tested all this earlier. It's absolutely fine. And, you know, this is this is the uh, the wonderment of of live recordings. This is what happens when you when you do it live. Here he goes. Right. Is he coming in? His name is Marcus, and he's a bummer. He lives in a van, but it's not a bummer. We're gonna call him. Find out where he's at. Is he here? I've got, got a plan. A... I've got a plan here. When we oh, see was too Marcus... early with the jingle. No, when we see Marcus, he needs to just tell us. Marcus, tell us a story as quick as you can before you disappear again. Go, go, go. Right, I built a kitchen and then it king fell up. I... <laughs> 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 fell apart on the motorway. It fell yeah. apart on the motorway. Oh, Jesus. How, how I bad? I don't know how much of the... Um, well, I, mean, I put I bought an Ikea kitchen because I'm crap at building. And uh, according to YouTube, you can put an Ikea kitchen in a van, which you can, which I've done. It's here. There it is. Um, yeah. And uh, the only problem with that... Oh, by the way, Ikea Bristol, excellent customer service. Excellent customer Stop service. Stop trying to get free stuff really out surprised. of our podcast, Marcus. If he gets free stuff before uh, no, we do, genuine... I'm going to be pissed off. Uh, have you not had any free stuff? No. And uh, we had a game. Yeah. We, we've already talked today. We've been trying to get Diet Coke and Yorkshire tea. So we're still, still trying to get everything. Oh, it's empty, no, but it's good. I've had loads of stuff. I've, my cupboards are filled with free stuff I've been getting. Anyway, um, so yeah. Um, uh, the only problem was. Uh, Ikea kitchens come with, well, they don't even come with, you have to buy plastic legs uh, to put on the bottom of the kitchen. Uh, now, I googled a bit, like, are the plastic legs going to be a problem? No, apparently not. Lots of people put them in vans, secure it all up, it's fine. Not in my van. So somewhere on the M5, all the plastic legs decided to crack and break. So when I opened the side door, I found my brand new kitchen in pieces on the floor. Oh, um, mate. Did you not know that happened when you were driving drive. along then? Did you not hear a bang or anything like that? I s- sort of heard noises, but I kind of ignored them. I thought it was just, you know, you know, a, a plate hitting a glass. Just some kind of ambient noises in the kitchen because it was new, you know. Have you got camper any, van noises things? You know, it can happens, you show yeah. us any of camper van noises, Can you show yeah. us any of what happened on the camera? Or I can, well, I can show you the legs. He's going to show. Marcus us the legs. can send me the pictures. He can send me. Uh, he can WhatsApp some pictures, and I'll put it in the video podcast. Here are the oh, legs. Mate. Is that like a Broken leg graveyard? Legs. Oh, Broken. mate. 
He's getting dramatic with it as well. He's doing a dramatic demonstration of his broken legs. What the <laughs> fuck are these? <laughs> They're clips, mate. These don't... Yeah, but they don't appear anywhere in the instructions for the legs. I don't know what you do with them. Marcus, I'm really the sorry only thing to I hear can that. Think is it... I'm yeah. really sorry to hear. Um, Listen, before we leave you, two things. First thing is, have you still got the signs to the van yes. and are you still putting them on the van? I, I do have the signs for the van and whenever I go out, I put the signs on the side of the van. Really? Oh, well, look, I saw me swearing on the side of the road in Bristol yesterday with a half-broken kitchen. <laughs> they may be listening now. Who knows? Well, listen, we've not had any shout-outs yet, but we're going to do a new thing, right? You can always you can always contact us right. for a shout-out if you see the van. But if you take a picture of Marcus's van with the signs on, you win a prize. That's what we're going to do this Ooh. season. Yeah. Yeah, is it, van hunters. Is it? What's the prize going to be? It's a box of can broken, we it, broken legs. Can we... Can we... Um, <laughs> Can we can we call this segment Get Carter? Oh, <laughs> now we can. Now we can. If you get a photo of Marcus's band with the signs on it, it's legit. We'll come up with some sort of prize and send it to you. The other thing is, Marcus, I need you to send me a picture of you with the van so I can put it up on the socials and say, here's Marcus, here's the new van. Come up with a name for it. And then we can come back and tell you the best names. Yes. I can do that. I completely forgot I was supposed to do that. That was my homework. And well, I you forgot. sent me Sorry, some pictures, but it, just, it was just of the van. And it just I think if I just put pictures of the van up on my Facebook, people would think I'm just selling a van, I think. Hmm. So you're asking the man oh, okay. by himself in a van to take a picture of himself with a van? Yeah. <laughs> See any problems there? Do you have a tripod, Marcus? There is such a thing as a timer on an okay. iPhone, isn't there? Not currently. <laughs> In a jetpack. A <laughs> self-leveling jetpack. Or ask a member of the public. Right. There, I'm so, in the middle of the countryside. Get, I, I've, get what, a cow to do it. I'm going to have to say, I've, I've received a message from Riverside saying that Marcus's computer has stopped recording. <gasps> so mm-hmm. only their recording has stopped due to some form of hardware limitation. What should I do, it says. Um, so what we might actually get is we might still be able to get this uh, this video off of the website, what we're seeing. So I'll try and patch it in. So I'll just... Maybe you've run out of space, Well, Marcus. it says it's uploading on mine. Mm, it may stop. Well, we'll see. Okay. Look, it's the second episode. We're in a new studio. Marcus <laughs> is in the middle of nowhere in a van. We always get have a few problems. Everything's sure, on fire. Yeah, I'm sure if anyone could get it salitate together and get it out on Friday, it's Mark Carver, isn't it, Marcus? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, we'll just... Yeah. yeah, you can fix anything. I'll just edit it and fix it and get it out on Friday. I, yeah. I, know, I know this is My bad, problem. but I quite like this. Like that, I mate. quite like this version of Marcus because... I quite like how animated he is, like throwing things around and all that. And also, he's, he's become like really to the point with everything because he's in the mood. So he's he's kind of angry and he's he's just battering everything we're talking about. I quite like it. I think he's made it's him just, a bit more radio friendly. He's he's quite direct, isn't he? Yeah, he's become yeah. like more punchy. He's become more like a a podcaster. Well, yeah. he is now. No, but you know what I mean. Like I think this week, if you could just try and have a few more calamities. He's going to get better and better at doing the podcast. Can you inject some more woe into your life? Going to be more. 
What do, do, do you want to know about what you want to know about what? My uh, life is full of woe. Uh, I'm, oh we're, my we're, God. we're having a woe off. Um, 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 honestly, you know, last season it was all about you and your woes. I think this season there needs to be a lot more of my woes because daily I'm having woes. <laughs> I wake Johnny's. up with woes. I go to bed with woes. In the middle, there's woes. Yeah. Nothing but woes. Oh, dear. That yeah. is a good bit of pod there that we just achieved where we basically broke Marcus live on the podcast. <laughs> Marcus, oh, that's yeah. what's so great about yes. this podcast is that it's a chance for you to come on within reason and, mm-hmm. you know, let off a bit of steam. A bit of bros before woes. Oh. Yeah. Bros before woes. Rose before work. I've been watching a lot of Ted Lasso recently, and you know they have. Do you watch Ted Lasso? I know you do, Johnny. I've seen all of it. Never, never seen it. Well, you're, that's an absolute disgrace. I demand that you watch everything really, right now before next week. I don't really it's watch fantastic. TV. Is it on telly? No, is it? Is this the one Johnny was saying was on Apple? Apple it's TV. It's on Apple TV. It's yeah. very and good. It don't have it. Absolutely fantastic. Um, but um, yeah, they have a thing called the uh, the Diamond Dogs. Yes. Where they assemble and they discuss their man's problems, right? Um, and uh, I think we should have something. Similar. All right. Well, look, I, I think, think that's what we got going on, don't we? I think we do, and I, I love that that you've just suggested that, Marcus. You're on fire this week. I mean, in a minute, that band probably <laughs> literally will be I on fire. Will, I probably will. Probably will be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gas but yeah, up there. No, that's a really good idea, and I think we should call it rather than the Diamond Dogs. I think we'll call it. Uh, Bros before woes, because that's a Mark. You, you're fantastic tonight. You just come up with two brilliant things. Get Carter and I can't remember what it is. Bros before woes. Yeah, but listen, I think a really nice finish to this because we're at our time is if Marcus stays on and we play the outro and we all have a little little bit of a dance to the outro song that Mark Carver made just to finish on a nice oh. note. Does that sound good to you too? It, it does. Absolutely. I, I, I was. Just before we go, I've been tinkering for the last two days with um, some recording studio stuff and putting things back together rather than the one that I made in 45 minutes in order to record a song in 25 minutes that I wrote in 10 minutes for this podcast, which turned out quite badly, in in my opinion. So I I I think I need to redo it. But for the sake of, 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 of actually ending the podcast... I think, you know, I can bring myself to click play. All right, so you're saying you're going to do a remix of the outro song for another I, I, day? Yeah, I think I think we could... I think I could probably do something. All right, yeah, that, I'm yeah. up for that. But for now, let's have the Add classic... Add a few more woes to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying... <laughs> Quick, press play. Marcus in the band. Thanks for listening to the podcast. Appreciate your time, I really need that. Join us again for the next episode. Might not be funny, but we'll give it a go. To hit the button and subscribe. Just get started, don't be shy. We'll be back soon, more to share. Join us for the ride if you dare. That's it for now, we'll see you soon for another episode coming to you. Thanks for tuning in.
Well done, boys, listeners. <laughs> we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye for now. Bye. Whoa. Whoa.